Hello and welcome to Fibber McGee and Molly from otrgold.com. This episode will begin after a brief message from our sponsors. It's time for Fibber McGee and Molly. Sundays through Thursdays, NBC brings you Fibber McGee and Molly transcribed. The show is written by Phil Leslie and Ralph Goodman and directed by Max Hutton. Let's delay tonight's episode one minute to hear Mr. McGee make this point with Mrs. McGee. Would you light a match to a pile of money, Molly? Heavenly days, McGee. Where'd you get an idea like that? Hmm, just came to me. Dramatizing a point, they call it. You know, trying to make people sit up and take notice by shocking them a little. Well, I'm properly shocked, dearie. Now, what's it all about? It's about the thousands of dollars that are lost each year because a lot of people don't know the few simple facts about their own Social Security. For example, a lot of young married folks don't realize that Social Security benefits can give them a good start toward a family protection program. I guess what McGee has been leading up to is some plain talk on the new Social Security law. Plain Talk is the name of Prudential's 30-page booklet that answers all your questions about Social Security benefits. Like how much will I get at 65? Do I get credit for the time I spent in service? Can my family and I lose our benefits? And what's more, all these important questions are illustrated with some of the cutest baby pictures you've ever seen outside of your own family. You want a copy? It's yours for the asking. Just drop a card with your name and address on it to Fibber McGee and Molly, Box 1212, Newark, New Jersey. Well, today, Mr. and Mrs. McGee of 79 Wistful Vista are on their way downtown in their car to do some shopping. At the last stoplight, they picked up a passenger who was just opening his mouth to say, Certainly was nice of you to give me a lift downtown, Mr. McGee. Uh, you too, Mrs. McGee. Oh, it's a pleasure to have you, Mr. Wimple. Yeah, we were going downtown anyhow, Wimp. We got to pick up a present for the Tupses. Oh? Anniversary present. Tomorrow's Morton Mabel's 12th anniversary. Twelve years. My, doesn't time fly? Yeah, yeah, I guess it must. I sure hear a lot of people say so. Time flies. Yeah, that's what they say. Seems only yesterday that Mrs. Toop's father kicked Mort out of the house and said, Don't come back till you've got a job. That was yesterday. Hmm? Mort's out of work again. Tried to borrow 50 bucks from Mabel's old man, and he kicked Mort out oh, of the house. Oh, McGee, what are you doing? Monica Miller told me that in strictest confidence. Oh. I knew I shouldn't have told you. Men just can't keep a secret. Oh, I won't tell a soul, Mrs. McGee. Not even my wife. Not that Sweetie Face ever gives me a chance to say anything. Oh, she knows about it already. She does? Yeah, she's the one who told Monica. But don't tell anyone else. Please, boys. Yeah, let's just keep it among the five of us. That way... Doggone it, another red light. I haven't missed one so far. Every time I come downtown... Watch out for that car, McGee. I see it. Why don't them women drivers make up their minds which lane she's going to stop in? They ought to... Oh, look, it's Mrs. Atherton. Mrs. Atherton? That the woman who always mistakes you? Hello, Mrs. Atherton. How's the baby? Oh, just wonderful. How's your little Edgar? Edgar? Who's Edgar? Edgar's just fine. Oh, she thinks Molly is Mrs. Cronin. He started school this year, you know. Kindergarten. Yeah, only 12 years old, too. McGee. There's the green light. Bye. Nice seeing you. Yes, give my regards to Gloria May. That was a fascinating burst of dialogue, Mrs. McGee. Does this happen very often? Every time I see the woman. 
But it's simpler to go along with the mistake than to try to explain who I am to her every time. McGee, you're holding up traffic. Well, I want to give Mrs. Mix up a good head start. She's the... Hey, I better make a left turn here, hadn't I? Oh, no, you're in the wrong lane. Well, I can get over. <laughs> hey, watch it, bud. I want to make Put a left your turn. hand out, McGee. Yeah, okay. Hang on. Hey, can't you see my signal? I got my hand out. Boy, more impolite people driving cars these days. You can print that one. If there was a little more courtesy on the streets, there wouldn't be so many people having to fight to make a left turn when they had my hand out all the time. Speaking of time, Mr. McGee, what time is it? I have to be at the barber's at three. Wait till I take a look, Wimp. It must be about... Oh, my gosh. Oh, what, my gosh. What on earth? What is it? What's the matter? My watch. My good wrist watch. You know, the one you bought me for my birthday. It's gone. It's gone. Oh. Must have fell off when I put my hand out back there. Heavenly days in all that traffic. Come on, Wimp. Quick. Where are you going? Where are we going? Where are we going? Park the car, Molly, and meet us back there at 14th and Oak. Wimp and I'll rush back there and see if we can find it before a truck runs oh, over. Oh, don't say that. That watch costs $50. Be careful, McGee. Come on, Wimp. There's more fun with the McGee's shortly. Have you discovered Dial Shampoo? It's the new shampoo that does something exciting to your hair. Listen. Sparkle, sparkle your hair too. Sparkles after Dial Shampoo. Dial Shampoo gets your hair clean. Dial Shampoo gives your hair sheen. Diamond sparkle, that's for you when you use Dial Shampoo. Yes, your hair will have that diamond sparkle look the very first time you use Dial Shampoo. This new shampoo is specially made to give your hair a priceless sheen, an extra brightness. With Dial Shampoo, you get loads of lanolated lather. It's a creamy, rich lather, gentle but thorough. And it leaves your hair soft and easy to manage. Buy Dial Shampoo in the unbreakable squeeze bottle. Diamond sparkle, that's for you. When you use Dial Shampoo, Dial Shampoo. There's the corner, Wimp. Come on, hurry up. Oh, my poor watch. You'd better wait for the light to change. You'll get killed out there. There goes the light now. They're stopping. Come on. Come on. Boy, it's a lucky thing they got this new system that stops all the traffic at once. Yes. On, it's called a scramble method. Yeah. We'd better scramble out there. Excuse me, sir. Uh, coming through, please. Oh, one side, bud. I'm sorry, lady. Emergency. It was out here that I made my turn, Wimp. You look over that way and I'll check the car tracks. If that watch gets run over... I don't see anything over here, Mr. McGee. Get out of the street! Goodness, look at those silly men out there. Want to get yourself killed? Mm, I guess it's an election bet or something. Probably got another Democrat in Congress. Goodness, they get so excited when they get oh, Good gracious, the light's changing again. Mr. McGee, the light's changing. Uh, I see it, Wimp. That ratted just when I... Come on! Get out of the street! Hurry up, Wimp. Back to the sidewalk. Come on. Oh, just made it. Oh, I can still feel the breeze from that taxi cab. Oh, we'd better give up, Mr. McGee. I'm very susceptible to drafts. Even if I don't get killed, I could catch pneumonia. Don't you worry. We'll find it, Wimp. Well, at least we know it isn't on this side. And you looked in the car tracks, didn't you? Not yet. I didn't have time. I got my foot stuck in the dad-ratted tracks, and by the time I got my shoe back on, the light changed, and... Hey, looky there. Where? There's Les Nelson and some guys. Boy, this is a break. Hey, I got a great idea. Hey, Les! 
Come here, you guys. Quick, an emergency. Are you calling me, Mr. McGee? Right. I got an emergency here, Les. I got no time to answer any questions now, but here's what I want you and you guys to do, you see? Oh, here's the corner, and what a crowd. He'll get killed out there. McGee! McGee, get out of that street. Come on out here and give me a hand, Molly. Help me look, kiddo, and look careful. We got plenty of time, Plenty so... of time? The light's gonna change any minute in those cars. Now relax. Them cars ain't moving till I'm through looking. I got it all took care of. What? Remember during the last war when I was made an air raid warden? Yes. Well, I just declared an emergency and deputized Wimp and Les Nelson and a couple other guys to hold up all the traffic for me. Hold up the... traffic at 14th and Oak? Don't worry, it's legal. The mayor gave me that power when he swore me in. And I ain't been swore out yet, so let's find the watch before we crowd my luck and I don't... What the devil's going on here? Oh, dear, a policeman. Who caused this mess? I'm in charge here, officer, if that's what you mean. Now, don't worry, kiddo, I'll handle this. You keep looking for the watch while I assign this cop to a job and keep him out of my hair while I try and find it, too. Hey, you heard what I said, all of you. Wait right here till I get this traffic unsnarled. Well, I was waiting under orders from Mr. McGee, officer. Now, you looky here, Mr. McGee. You mean to tell me that you had me standing there holding up those cars just so you could look for your watch? Well, it's a valuable watch, Les. I didn't have time to explain. This is the man you want to talk to, officer. He's the uh, one who Just wait me. here, all of you. I'll talk to you guys later. i got to break up this jam. All right, bring it up, everybody. Northbound traffic first. Let's go. Get that truck rolling there. Come on, let's go. Now, Mr. McGee, you know I am a patient man, but by golly, I just don't like to be took advantage of. Now, if I had a little... Gee whiz, I had no time to explain, Les. Besides, if I'd have gone into a lot of detail, you'd have given me a big argument, and my watch would have got run over before I'm I had... I'm sure it has by now, McGee. Heavenly days of all the messes to... Are you even sure you had the watch when you started downtown? Well, that's a silly question, Molly. Certainly I had it when I started downtown. Well, I just... I distinctly remember putting it right here on my left wrist, like I always do. Yeah? reason I remember so well is on account of because my wrist was kind of itchy, and I took the watch off, and I slipped it into my coat pocket, and... Oh, no. <laughs> well, I'll be darned. There it is, my coat pocket. What? What? You mean to say... Imagine that. <laughs> Gee whiz. I... Well, fellas, this is, this is kind of embarrassing. Uh, I mean, well... Well, come on, Molly. Don't stand there. Let's get out of here before that cop comes back and... We'll say goodnight to Fibber and Molly in a moment. They're out the center of the ring. There's a right and a left of the jaw. He's down. He's up. <laughs> no, no, this isn't a prize fight. This is just John Wall getting himself into the spirit of things to tell you about the Friday night cavalcade of sports here on NBC. Each Friday, cavalcade of sports takes you direct to ringside to hear the most exciting boxing match of the week. And you'll hear it all from the opening bell right through to the finish, round by round and blow by blow. You'll travel with Cavalcade of Sports to every major boxing arena in the nation for an on-the-spot report of the week's top ring battle wherever it takes place. So be on hand tomorrow and each Friday night for Cavalcade of Sports on NBC. And say, 
While we're on the subject of sports, here's another important reminder. Saturday means football all over the country, and you'll hear the best in gridiron coverage every Saturday afternoon with NBC's Game of the Week. Veteran sportscaster Mel Allen brings you the exciting first-hand account, and you're invited this Saturday, Game of the Week on NBC. Hey, kiddo, we'll never have to worry about this wristwatch of mine anymore. If I ever lose it, whoever finds it will take it right to the police station and nobody would dare steal it. What do you mean? I just had the back of it engraved. Here, read what it says. To the chief of police of Wistful Vista with all our love, the FBI. Mm, pretty clever, huh? Great. How do you get it back from the chief of police after that? Uh, I never thought of that. I just <laughs> won't lose it. Good night. Good night, all. Fibber McGee and Molly is an NBC Radio Network production transcribed. With Bill Thompson as Mr. Wimple, Robert Easton as Les, Natalie Masters as Mrs. Atherton, and Jack Moyles as the officer. Well, <laughs> I don't know about you, but when I saw Fibber out in that street with the traffic whizzing by him, I had a hunch that watch might turn up in his pocket. Next Sunday night, when Molly McGee goes to a club meeting, she leaves specific instructions that the master of the house isn't to muss it up. When she returns, and you won't believe this, it's clean as a whistle. But what goes on in between those times is incredible. This is John Wall saying, here it's Sunday on Fibber, McGee, and Molly. Join the great Gildersleeve and all his friends tonight on the NBC Radio Network.